0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: It's bro on a bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out of the bad a broken egg, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad, under bad taste, bad lie, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Ooh. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams, and for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket mortgage, push button, get mortgage. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake Get up, all my friends, they come around, fudge a fudge party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess is, tats, tatter, my rain splattered all over Manhattan, should be, shake Out Are you with us tonight from New York? 855-212-4CBS. Is our toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how it's set up. I know it's, uh, I think uh, Morsey is doing too, and uh, Jody Mack's doing too. So it's Jody Moore, Jody Moore, the next uh, four nights. So I'm here tonight, and then I'm off. So uh, kind of my Halloween show, kind of. Wanted to come in tonight and give you a a taste because that first hit's free. I wanted to uh, watch the Steelers and Dolphins without uh, interruption from my dog, uh, who will attack when the wind blows, and then my screaming uh, children, who I've, uh, by the way, had to take care of on a high-maintenance effort uh, for the last six days. Thirty-four C has been off gallivanting with men she doesn't know, and friends, uh, drinking and causing trouble. And uh, she's been in Scottsdale, and she's still there. And then I'm uh, home. And one thing I've noticed is how much of a bee it is uh, being uh, in charge of everything. Like particularly, let's just say for starters, uh, food and laundry laundry i've done at least 15 loads of laundry which i don't know if you've ever done it like laundry every day of your life like cuz when you got like a bunch of people living with you you got a bunch of laundry right so it's a problem so i've never really i know i've done laundry my whole life but i really haven't done laundry in kind of a long time let's just say but i did it my whole life right like i've done laundry my mom taught me as a kid to do laundry and i did it i can wash it i can fold it i can do everything But it's a pain in the ass, right? So, uh, obviously, I'm a slacker, and I'm lazy, and I'm a loser, and I'm a heathen, and a liar, and a troublemaker, and a gambler, and a smoker. But I will say this. uh, When she's gone, I had to do it, right? And I've done upwards of 15 loads of laundry mafia in uh, five days. And I did, like, four today. And, I mean, they were huge, like, doing these... Like, my cleaning lady was there. She gave me all the dirty laundry, all the, you know, the bed stuff, linens. And so I had multiple rooms. I had four rooms full of uh, linens. I mean, the piles were as high as Mount Everest. And I have just been doing laundry until I'm blue in the face. And I mean, washing it, drying it, folding it, hanging it, you know, you name it. Because I don't put shirts and stuff in the dryer. It'll it'll shrink. So I have to full hang everything for, like, a while and then... And then fold it so what a pain in the ass I have to say I've done that for six days I don't want to jump off a roof sick of it and then feeding them is another monstrosity because they're all they do is complain and so you have to get them like you know basically Morton's for dinner to get them uh, any kind of they're just never happy It doesn't matter what I give them it doesn't matter where I take them they're never happy so trying to feed them is like Trying to find a needle in a haystack. Like today, I got him what I thought would be a kick ass kids' dinner. I got him chicken tenders, potato wedges, and chicken poppers. And they said that they were, uh, you know, because I, I got him in the daytime and then you had to reheat them. Not good enough. Reheating ruined them, made them gotta wet. Be fresh. You gotta be fresh. Gotta be fresh. Gotta be hot. Right out of the restaurant. So they complained. You know what I told him? Eat and shut up.
2: See, that's the mistake you made by giving your kids this high-end life. You know, you can't let them know five stars. They have to pay for that their own when they get to be an adult. Give them no choice when they're a kid. Give them crap. That way the bar's low.
1: There you go. Uh, It's been a horrible uh, six days, and I want to say that uh, tonight I came to work to get away from it. I just had to get away from it.
3: And you wondered why. You know, the bosses around here were asking you, like, why are you coming into work on Monday? You know, this this is why. Yeah. Uh, To to get a – break before you
1: really dive in the next couple of days that's exactly what that's down to a science exactly what happened usually
2: yeah. we're complaining that the weekend's too short i'm sure this is the first time in your life you've been excited to come to work and that the weekend was too long
1: well i wasn't excited to come to work let's get uh let's get that in in line here for a second i was not excited to drive in here and do this but i'm i'm always fine once i'm here all right fair enough Uh, What else uh, do I have to do? Oh, I have more because uh, I I have to do more vacation uh, singling out today because he he wrote me over the weekend. Just finally pick the days, for Christ's sakes. and Just pick us some random Fridays and Mondays. I don't have time for this. You and all your vacations. It's so funny to me because, you know, I've always said to him, like, you never say anything when I'm here for 45 weeks in a row. You never say anything, but whenever I want to take, why would you not take off Monday? (laughs) It's just, it's amazing to me. Like anyone worries about when I take off, like who cares? Like who cares when I take off? Honestly, because chicks dig me and I'm good in bed. Who cares when I take off? Mafia was off. What were you off Friday? Yes, I was. Were you, were you off before that too or something? A week? Couple,
2: like a month before that, yeah. I uh,
1: know, a month. Were you off the week before going to Seattle?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Two weeks before that, yeah.
1: You got to get your uh, dates right. A month. It was like, wasn't he out a week, and then he came I, back and he I was, was out a full
2: week. Done, yeah. And then like a two weeks. Where before are you going that, next week?
1: Friday.
2: Nowhere. All
1: right.
2: Here uh, till uh, Thanksgiving.
1: Carver High. Did you have fun at the hockey game? I saw you wrote that only seven thousand showed up. That no, was worse it was the nine thousand. It was a
3: joke. I was actually 12K, uh, twelve. 12K. Twelve. Twelve thousand. That's
1: still time. unacceptable.
3: It's better than the nine they had a couple Sundays ago.
1: Barely. At least they won.
3: I was trying to get it going in the parking lot before the game. Seven in a row for 7K. Let's do it. Oh,
1: all right. Did you have fun?
3: I didn't stay very long. I was there for like a period and a half, and I went home. Why is that? Well, Sunday nights is the one night of the week where I can actually, you know, help bedtime and all that stuff. So that was part of the deal. I said, I'm going over there before the game. I got to meet some people, then I'm going to stay for a period and go home.
1: All right. There you go. Uh, Monday night, a great game tonight so far as the Dolphins have been kicking the Steelers' ass. They were up 14 nothing. It's now 14-10. Pittsburgh has the ball. They only have to go 95 yards uh, here in the third quarter to uh, take the lead. They have been anemic all night. They did score right before the half to make it 14-10, but they've been getting their ass beat by the winless Dolphins. That lets you know right there in a nutshell how bad the Steelers are this year. That they can't beat the Dolphins is, and even just struggling against them, is all you need to know about the Steelers' season. That's it. That's all you need to know. They are going nowhere. Their season's over. They suck, and they can't barely beat the Dolphins. And they haven't beat the Dolphins yet either. I mean, do you think they'll win this game?
3: I do still think they'll pull this game out.
1: All right. Mafia refuses to comment because his team is 1-6. Oh,
2: they're a joke. It was awful.
1: Uh, here you go. Uh, yesterday, the Niners stay undefeated by destroying Carolina. Did you see the guy after the game say that uh, they're okay?
2: But yeah, they're
3: okay.
1: Don't worry about it. He said, the guy on Carolina said, yeah, the Niners, they're all right. They're okay. Yeah, the, As they put they, 51 on after them. After
3: they beat their ass the whole entire game. Like, from the start to the finish. I mean, it just was the whole entire right. game they beat their the ass. The
1: Pats uh, hand the Browns another loss. Hey, how's that Browns going to win the Super Bowl ticket going in your pocket?
3: They might not get to eight wins.
1: Eight you know wins? guys
3: regretting that tattoo yet?
1: Eight wins. Eight wins. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going to the Super Bowl. They couldn't even get Super Bowl tickets if they tried to buy them. Like, as a fan, they'll be denied. No Browns fans are allowed to go to the Super Bowl because they'll never go to the Super Bowl. Do you remember this year that they were the number one bet to win the Super Bowl? By idiot, loser, drunk, drug addict bettors. How high do you have to be to bet on the Browns to win the Super Bowl? Honest to God. Have I not said from the beginning? Did I not make fun of that all summer long? And everybody thinks I'm crazy. Now, that has no bearing on if I love the city of Cleveland. It's a great town. I like partying there. The people there are good. They're good to me. I have nothing but good things to say about Cleveland. Now, the Browns are an entity inside of Cleveland, right? So they are unacceptable to me. And in the grand scheme of the city of Cleveland, I'm okay with everything about the city except the crappy, hapless Browns, who are the most overhyped, crap team in the league. That's what they are, crap. Does that cover it, do you think, Carver High, in terms of... Like,
3: I think you got everything
1: about the pretty, Browns pretty to be said. How about these people saying that Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots? Yeah, sure he is. Okay. Adam Schefter, got to keep reporting he's leaving the, the Patriots.
3: I believe it was. Telling when I see
1: everybody it. he's going to go to the Chargers, right? Is that where he's going? Get serious. For Philip Rivers, I'd rather have chlamydia. Can you say that on the radio? Sure. Phillip Rivers, who never wins anything, that's who you want for uh, Tom Brady? How dumb do you have to be?
2: Plus, trading one guy at the end of his career for another guy at the end of his career.
1: Uh, take, get rid of one guy with all the rings and wins for a guy that never wins. Uh, the Eagles get back on track with a big win in Buffalo. Uh, anyway, should we take the Niners seriously as a Super Bowl contender? NFL trade deadline is 4 p.m. tomorrow. Some more deals today included Leonard Williams from the Jets to the Giants in their first trade ever. Is that what it was? The first time they've ever traded with one another. And Miami running back Kenyon Drake went to the Cardinals. They play the Niners Thursday. Do you expect a flurry of activity tomorrow? Do you care? Big upset in college football as Oklahoma loses at Kansas State. I had Kansas State in the number. You know, like that. LSU moves to number one in the AP poll to win over Auburn. And Notre Dame's playoff hopes are done after a shellacking in Ann Arbor. That did not go well in the pouring rain in uh, Michigan on Saturday night. The Wolverines look good. Uh, Jim Harbaugh finally beats a ranked team for the first time since he's been there. What has he got? Two wins against ranked teams the whole time he's been there. And the other one was so long ago, I don't even remember it. All right, here's uh, finally an off day for the World Series. It moves back to Houston so the Astros can win the World Series once they get home. How about the beating they took in D.C.? Three games at home in the World Series, and you lost all of them. I mean, honestly. How ugly was that? It was so bad I didn't even watch. That's how bad those games were. Am I wrong? It's not even It's not even worth mentioning. They were awful. Well, Verlander shut the door on the Nats tomorrow against Strasburg. We'll talk about all that tonight on the bench. Frank Schwab up next from Yahoo Sports. And then at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific, Chris Russell from the fan in D.C. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. Uh, We got Frank Schwab back from Yahoo Sports to talk pain day with us. How you doing, Frank?
0: Hey, what's going on?
1: Everything good. I saw your um, article on on Nick Bosa about uh, could he win the uh, defensive player of the year. I mean... Between rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, this guy's insane. What is he, seven sacks and like a fumble recovery or a pick or something like that? The guy's just going off. He's dominating guys. That, that front of San Francisco's is ridiculous. He's made him even better.
0: Yeah, I mean, a grand slam pick, even at number two when it was pretty obvious who you should take. You still, you know, you like to see him play that well. Look, I don't know if he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. I, there are a lot of good candidates. But the fact that we're even talking about it, and it's realistic, says something about how well he's playing. Guys I, like, I come in at that position, and it's tough. It's, it's not something you just pick up right away. This isn't like a long line of running backs. You see come in and just, you know, ball out. Uh, pass rushers as rookies generally take some time, and here this guy is. He looks like he's just on a different level than a lot of guys. He's so athletic. He's so good. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent to up and down that San Francisco line. That's the strength of that team and the running game. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is, is going to be up to the task come playoff time. But, boy, if you rush a quarterback like they can, you can run the ball. That's pretty good formula for the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers are legit.
1: So, I mean, uh, they are legit. And now they're going to play on a short week on the road in Arizona against Kyler Murray. Uh, you would think that they'd be able to handle them. Uh, uh, people are wondering, you know, they've said they haven't played anybody. I don't buy into all that shtick either. I think every week is is painful in the NFL. Everyone you play, it's a nightmare. Even like the Steelers tonight having a nightmare time. Not that the Steelers are anything, but the Dolphins were up 14-zip in that game. You never know. Do you think the uh, – how legitimate do you think they are? Do you think they're a Super Bowl team?
0: I think it could be. I, I mean, the NFC is really, really tough. I, I prefer the Saints. I think they're just a, because of Drew Brees, they're just a better team, and Packers are really good. Vikings are really good. It's, it, but yeah, the San Francisco is definitely for real. Look, people get too caught up with the schedule thing, and I get it. Like You, you have to look at that, but kind of like you alluded to, the, there's no Coastal Carolina on the schedule. You're not going to be some 42-point favorite on a random Saturday when you need a week off. Like, this isn't college football, and all NFL teams are good. And San Francisco, we, we can't just downgrade every team they beat. The Carolina Panthers have won four in a row. The, the Los Angeles Rams, other than that game against the 49ers, have been pretty good this year. The, the Cleveland Browns have their issues, but they still have talent. And, and the 49ers blew out all all those teams. I could see if this was, hey, you're catching a lucky break, you're getting the last second field goal. No, they, they're blasting these teams who are good, solid, talented teams. I, anybody like claiming you know they just haven't played anybody no, that, that's ridiculous at this point. They've done everything they, they had to do and more. This, is, this, this team ain't going anywhere. It's a solid foundation. and They are a contender for sure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a tough NFC, but they're one of the reasons the
1: NFC. Is- so uh, Kenyon Drake went to Arizona. How legit do you think the job uh, Kingsbury's done with Kyler Murray? I mean, they're decent. They didn't look good in uh, New Orleans, but they had won three in a row before that.
0: Yeah, it's been weird. It's been so up and down. Like even you know they go and beat the Giants, and that was fine. But Tyler throws for 102 yards. This isn't exactly error rate. You know, what I mean, but there have been times when when they have looked very good. They're a lot more competitive than last year. I think that you know some of the things they do baffle me a little bit. Having Patrick Peterson basically you know playing off yesterday on on Michael Thomas was strange. So I don't know. I, I'm not sold yet on Kingsbury. But, you look, it hasn't gone that badly. They've done some good things. They're better than last year. I don't think that it's not a Freddie Kitchen situation where you're already like, wow, this is just wrong, and they're going to have to fire him. The, the Kingsbury, is, it's a good, solid foundation. They don't have a lot of talent. And at least, you know, the earlier turns are just fine. They, they should continue to progress.
1: So why haven't the Falcons fired Quinn yet?
0: I don't get that either. I mean, sometimes you hear like, "Well, there's nobody on staff who could take over." Well, Dirk Cutters the offensive coordinator, and he just spent what three, four seasons as Tampa Bay's head coach. He could easily slide into that job. So I don't know what the holdup is. I, I I know the players really like Quinn, but they're not really playing hard for him. I it's it's just a bad situation. Quinn took over the defense, and the defense has been awful. It just absolutely embarrassingly awful. I think of all, you know, we look at all the bad teams in the NFL. There's about five, six of them. They're just wretched. And the Falcons have the most talent by far out of those teams. There's no question at all. They should not be this bad. And it's almost like at some point you're just, kind of almost putting dan quinn out of his misery too this has to be awful for him just going out there he has no answers his defense looks terrible they're, they're just not getting any better i don't know i i i'll be honest with you i've had a we've had a story ready to go for three weeks in a row now hey dan quinn got fired i mean it. yeah i just keep updating it every week because i keep expecting i'm going to wake up on a monday morning and see yeah arthur blank finally finally made the call
1: so uh frank swabbled why do you think um like tampa's got to get rid of uh Jameis Winston I mean it's got to end the bleeding has to stop he's awful I mean it gets worse every week he just it's I I can't believe what I watch he's got I I love Evans but honestly this guy throws uh some of the dumbest passes I've ever seen and then his coach says none of it's his fault like he must be tripping
0: yeah I I, Jameis is just who he is at this point it's not changing it's your five like this isn't it ain't gonna get any better. This is who Jameis Winston is. The only reason I believe the Bucs might not dump him is just it's teams make bad decisions when it comes to mediocre quarterbacks. It's just it, they, they just it, they just lose their minds. They overpay guys because they're so scared of what comes next. The Buccaneers might be in a situation where they're like, well, if we cut Jameis, who do we have? And the you know the the GM, the coaching staff, whoever. You know, if they go get a new quarterback and he stinks, and they go two or fourteen, they're they're not saving their jobs. So it's almost like you know you have some familiarity, and 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 the, that is more comforting than than going into the great abyss of quarterback. I I don't think Jameis is going to be any better than this, but. He, if you just watch Jameis Winston's best plays, and there are some, I mean, it's not like it's it's rare. If you just watch his best plays, you think this guy's an MVP candidate. And then he turn around to turnovers. Like, well, what is this guy doing on an NFL field? It's it's just he's he's just got the Jay Cutler syndrome, where the mistakes are just never going to go away. And he doesn't. He's not a Brett Favre type of guy who just makes so many great plays he can live with the mistakes. He he's just this is who he is, and he's always going to hold his team back.
1: What do you think of how bad the Bears are?
0: It's crazy to me, and I, I, you start, you have to start to wonder about Matt Nagy. I, I don't want to, you know, dump on him already. It's been a bad half season. He was very good last year, but maybe we gave the wrong guy NFL Coach of the Year last year. Maybe that should have been Vic Fangio, who has a, who had an unbelievable year as a defense coordinator, and yeah, he's struggling as head coach of the Broncos. But wait till it's North Turner. That happens sometimes. I, I just wonder. You know, Matt Nagy's kind of melting down with the criticism here, and he's, you know, lashing out the media. Well, what do you want the media to say? You're not a very good football team right now. Your offense is terrible. Do you want everybody to put a positive spin on that? I, I don't know. It's it's been a little troubling. There's not a bunch of leadership there. His offense doesn't look very good. Very questionable yesterday to just settle for a 41-yard field goal. It's not like you got Justin Tucker, so. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not going to say you know every game is a referendum on Matt Nagy, whether he can coach, but you know the, the shine is off. Let's put it that way. We all thought this guy was the next genius after last season, and this season has been a lot different. I don't really think they're handling adversity very well. So
1: how about this talk that Brady's going to leave uh, New England and go somewhere else, and uh, I, I just don't buy any of that.
0: I don't either. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Because from any angle of this, Brady, look, I know – you can at least talk yourself into a scenario where he's saying, I want to prove myself away from Bill Belichick, that it wasn't all Belichick. I can go do this with the Titans or the Bears or whoever he's going to end up with. But you're age and this has so much Joe Namath with the Rams, Johnny Unitas with the Chargers potential. It's just off the charts. Hey, he's great. He is by far the best 40-year-old, 41-year-old and 42-year-old quarterback of all time. They're not even a debate, but at some point, this just it ends. It ends for everybody, and I'd hate to see Brady just in a weird uniform, kind of limping around and not not playing very well, and just kind of tarnishing his legacy a little bit. And in the Patriot side of it, they don't have anybody to take over. This isn't a situation where hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is waiting in a way. So yeah, sorry, let's just split with Tom. They don't. It Jared not the guy. If he is, we haven't seen it yet. So. I don't know. I don't understand it from any logical standpoint, except, hey, maybe Brady wants to prove himself. He is a competitor. He's probably got the ego to think he can do that, but I just don't think it turns out well.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I don't think he's going anywhere. He'll play there the rest of his career, and that'll be that. That's what I think. Frank, great stuff as usual. Thanks for coming on the bench tonight. Enjoy the rest of the Monday Nighter. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, every week the games keep getting bigger. com is ready. Great picks, incredible price, sweet return. com sets the standard every play, every sport, every day. College football pros, NBA, NHL, boxing, MMA, baseball. You get everything. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Steelers up 17-14 at the start of the fourth quarter at Heinz Field in a steel city. Brooklyn's finest, Brian Flores, doing a good job with the Dolphins. Since uh, they've kind of, you know, in the last few weeks, certainly played better football, right? They're winless, but they're definitely playing better football. They were up 14 nothing in this game, and uh, now they're down three. Steelers have the ball, and uh, the quarter just started, final one, and they're at the 39-yard line of the Dolphins, so this is a huge drive here. They're trying to ice this thing, and Connor gets around the outside and takes it down to the 29, so a big run on first down gets him another first down, so... Carver, what would you think of the uh, Eagles uh, going into Buffalo and beating the Bills?
3: Yeah, you know, I was telling you all week that I was worried that the Eagles were going to be very desperate going up to Buffalo after losing in Minnesota, losing in Dallas the way that they did. Look, uh, I-, I think the Bills were, you know, you want to say due for a game like this. You know, they were 5-1. and one. Their one loss was the close loss to the Patriots at home. You got to remember, I know the Eagles didn't play well, A lot of people picked that team to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC this year. You know, they're a really good team, playing desperate. And the Bills had some chances. You know, it was 17-13, and the defense did give the ball back to the offense three times in a row, and they went three and out, three and out, three and out. And then things just kind of got out of hand from there. They started running the ball down the the Bills' throat. I think you just chalk it up as you're not going to – this Bills team wasn't going to go 14-2. and They were going to lose some games. And they found a desperate team and a good team in the Eagles on Sunday.
1: So now they play the Redskins at yeah. home this week, correct?
3: Right. They play the Redskins at home and. You know, you get they're back on track. they and a half
1: there. Do you think yeah, that's uh, look, I, a problem I, I, at all? I don't
3: think that the Bills should lay any kind of double-digit points to anybody. I, I don't care who they're playing. A lot of their games are close. Well, didn't you see? I mean, what they laid to the Dolphins two weeks ago, 14 or 15 points to the Dolphins. And, 16 and a half. Uh, and they ended up uh, winning by what, 10? Or, yeah, 10. Uh, it was uh, 31. Uh, 21. Whatever it was. So, I wouldn't lay any kind of big points. Are they going to win Sunday? They better. They're playing the Redskins. This isn't like this week where you played the Eagles. I saw a lot of people this morning. A lot of the national types did the whole, um, uh, the Bills really are, you know, they really are a fraud team. They haven't played anybody, blah, 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 blah. Look, um, are the Bills a Super Bowl team? Of course they're not. Are the Bills going to, you know, win the division? No. They're a, you know, a middle-of-the-road team that's, you know, going to be in the playoffs in the AFC and get whacked by a good team. There's a lot of teams in the NFL that can stay the the same. And if they make the playoffs for the second time in three years and and I see some improvement like I'm seeing – I'm going to be happy. Nobody's looking to win a Super Bowl this year. So right year. now,
1: the the Chiefs are division leader. The Colts are division leader. Texans are right behind them. Uh, for some reason, I just feel like that's a playoff team, the Texans. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Ravens are in first, and the Patriots are in first, and the Bills are 5-2. and two, So the Bills would definitely be, with the Texans, the two yeah, wild the, cards. The
3: Bills right now have a two-game lead on the first team that's out of the playoffs right now, which I think is the Raiders. Where are the Raiders, 3-4? and four? I think yeah, the Raiders, Raiders are three and four, and I have to say, and there's a say, bunch of four and four teams. The Titans are four and four, who the Bills have beaten already. Jacksonville's four, Jacksonville four. four and four. So
1: that's it, just two four and four teams. So they've got
3: a two game plus lead on every other team in the AFC, with a lot of quote unquote, a lot of teams below them. Coming their way, whether it be the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Browns, the Broncos.
1: They're playing all those teams in the next few weeks. So
3: there's more chances for them to keep stacking wins.
1: So uh, the Patriots signed Cody Kessler. They had him before. They brought him back. Um, So just insurance. They had an open spot entering the day, and they got Kessler back. You know, uh, Belichick gets his 300th NFL win, and uh, it's the same old story. I I couldn't believe – I'll be honest with you, watching that uh, Browns team, uh, when I, literally, I I cannot figure out why they're as bad as they are. I, I really it, It's all the mistakes stupid and, mental flags
2: and I mean, you saw the, the back-to-back-to-back fumbles that they had there, where they turned it over, the Patriots, and got themselves in a the huge hole. They came back and played well after that, but they dug the hole so big to begin with on the Chubb fumble that they recovered, and then the other huge one that Chubb has that he fumbles at the end, and then Mayfield with that, I don't know what that was. I guess he was trying to lateral it to Chubb, you know, a little quick run there, but he throws it right to the defensive lineman. Like, just stupid plays like that keep costing them.
3: He was sacked five times. I think what really alarms you if you're a Brown fan is they were so sloppy like that, and that was coming off of a bye. You know, they just had a whole extra week to prepare for that game. I know you're playing the Pats, but you had all that extra time to prep and you still were making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. That's got to worry Chubbs
1: you. Chubbs, their performer, 131 yeah. yards on 20 carries, he's been yeah, impressive.
3: But he put the ball on the deck a bunch of times in the first half. So like I'm that, that one run
1: season. that he had where he ran it all the way down to the 10 or whatever and fumbled, that was ugly, but it was a great run. And then uh, Landry and Beckham had good games, to be honest with you. Uh, Demetrius Harris caught a TD pass, but they are, I mean, they're done. Aren't they? At 2-5, and five, they're shot. Oh, yeah. I know they're they're still trying to sell uh, the public that they're in it, but they're done.
3: Well, because the AFC is weak.
1: Yeah, but I oh because that they're still alive because they're weak. they're not alive for anything. Let me tell you something. They're going nowhere.
2: That- right, three games back in division, at least two to three in the, the wild card. You need a miracle right now. You we need, need to need lose one more game, maybe. Well, the they're the way. they're like counting
1: on everyone else to lose every game. Yeah, they're playing. I, I think That's that in the
3: happening. AFC right now. You know, there's a lot of teams. Things could change fast in two or
1: three weeks. So, uh, how old is uh, how old is Belichick now? He says he's going to coach. Sixty-seven. He's sixty-seven. He says he's going to coach into his seventies, so he'll easily uh, catch Hallis with twenty-four. He's twenty-four down uh, in wins, but he made the three hundred club, and then all that's in front of him is Hallis and Shula. Shula three forty-seven. Do you think if he coaches three or four more years? Uh, Like, he still can't catch Shula with 47 wins, can he, in three years?
2: In three years, probably not. But, I mean, four years, I mean, it all depends on who comes after Brady. If he did
1: four years, he might be able to do it. He
2: might, depending on who's there after Brady, depending on what the team does after that. I mean, I know obviously he's a great coach, but he's got the greatest ever quarterback, too. What's going to come next?
1: Can you believe he has um, 30 more wins than Tom Landry? It's crazy, right, when you think about it. What he's accomplished up there. Brady threw two TDs to Edelman, and uh, it's the same old story. Uh, Brady, 259, two TDs. Uh, Michelle had 74 yards. Edelman, two touchdowns. All Edelman does is produce. Have you ever just seen anything like it? The guy just continuously goes out and produces like no other. And I I wanted to get your thoughts on the Bears, how bad they are. I mean, seriously. Can you believe this team? Like, they they are the epitome of the 12-win team that's not—they're not going—they're done. Their season's over. And they've already—it's already a wash. Can you believe how they went from—like, they're going from first to worst. I mean, they're going from playoffs to nothing. And and they can't kick. They make all these mistakes. And then, uh, I guess after the game, he's just not interested in dealing with the media because they're giving him the business. And uh, let's just face facts— I'm not ready to throw him under the bus yet uh, because he did really well last year, but I'm willing to throw Trubisky under the bus. I mean, this guy, what has happened to that guy? He is awful. He is truly awful.
3: Was he ever that great last year? Well, I mean, Uh, good enough. It was good enough, and I think that a player like him who, you know, did what he had to do last year, the team was built on D, and they scored enough points to get it done. Um, I think that a year like that, all the teams that are going to play him this year spent the offseason finding out what he does well and what he doesn't do well. And that's kind of been put into effect this year.
1: So he averaged fewer than 170 yards passing per game with just five touchdown passes over the first seven weeks of 2019. In three of his five starts, he posted a passer rating under 71. His passer rating of 82.8 entering Sunday's game ranked 43rd in the league the Bears were averaging just 263 yards of offense per game. Only three NFL teams were averaging fewer. The running game has been putrid, averaging all of 70 yards per game. And it is unbelievable watching that football team. And then uh, the Chargers, who have been hapless, beat them 17-16, whatever it was. 17-16 was the final, and they missed. Panero missed the field goal. He uh, missed it left uh, that would have won the game. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. The Falcons lost again. They're one in seven, one and three at home, and no one can. It's inexplicable why they haven't fired this guy yet. Like, what are they best friends with him or something? I don't
3: something? understand at all well, why he still has. That but
1: child. they're embarrassing themselves even further I, as an organization, if you ask me, by keeping him. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's so bad down there that everyone's, you know, making fun of them, mocking them, ripping them, shredding them. No one wants to go watch them. I mean, it's reached, you know, the boiling point in Atlanta with that football team. They're done, right? So why not just get it over with? What are you waiting for? I I don't understand that at all. They got beat again. Now At least they gave, uh, you know, they were down 24-zip at the half, and then the Seahawks laid down and died. They beat them 27-20.
2: Plus, so, if you're gonna make a change, you got the bye week. You got two weeks for whoever you're gonna put in there to try to change things up, to mix up. You know, put his philosophy in there. It's the perfect time to do it if you're gonna.
1: Well, why wouldn't they have done it today? I don't know. It makes no sense at all. The Lions beat the Giants, 31-26. Giants now two and six, and one and three away. And the bottom line is, is that Daniel Jones, who everybody was calling Danny Dimes. 28-41, to that's not the worst thing I've ever seen. 322 yards, four touchdowns. He was sacked three times. He wasn't that bad in that game. Uh, they, you know, they came back. They were down 14 nothing, and then they were down, I, I think, 17-13 or something like that. And they played decent the rest of the way, but they still never find a way to win. It is unbelievable how bad the New York teams are. The Jets and Giants are both pathetic. The Jets lost in Jacksonville, and that was pretty easy. 29-15 Jags. The Jags are 4-4. Four four. The Jets are now 1-6 and 0-3 and oh and on the road.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.